Well, how are you doing there this evening? I'd just like to take this time to come before us as we look in the Word of God and take a look here at Psalms chapter 1. Psalms chapter 1, and take a look there with me at verse 1. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffer, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whether he does shall prosper, and whatever he does shall prosper. Now, let's look at these verses here, and the verses very well speak plainly for themselves what they mean. If we take time to look at this and realize what God is telling us here, what the psalmist is saying through this particular setup, there's three things that he says we should not be doing. And he, uh, he says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Today we see a whole large group of folks that are continuing to walk down that broad and uh, uh, that broad path of destruction and walking amongst the ungodly and living life and carrying on in such foolish ways that God never called us to. Today we see that happening in our society. I'm telling you, friends, we need Jesus Christ today more than ever before. Today, folks need to understand the sincerity of the hour. The Bible says also. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, I mean, in the counsel of the ungodly, but he also says, nor, or, nor stands in the path of sinners. Today, folks are getting themselves caught up in a situation where they're standing around and they're, they're, they're walking in the direction of the sinners and they're standing there kind of pondering it, you see. And the third portion of it there, nor sits in the seat of the scoffer. You see, they only not only was there the action of walking, but there was the action of standing and pondering. And before you realize it, you're sitting right in the middle of it. That's the three steps towards sin. And today we see that going on like crazy. So I want to I want to just uh, take this time to say, what exactly are you walking toward right now that you know God wouldn't have you to be involved in? What is it? Maybe you already in that second phase. Maybe you're standing there and you're pondering on that. Listen to me. If you're standing there and pondering such things, I want you to understand by the power of the Holy Spirit, if you know Jesus Christ that I speak of, this is not something that you are to be doing. Keep in mind, this is the, the, the second phase if you're standing. That third phase is coming quickly where you're going to be sitting. And when you're right in the heart and soul of it, son, listen to me, you will absolutely be drug away. The Bible says that when sin is full grown, it leads to death. Now, many people don't care a thing about that. They don't want to hear anything about the reality of, of death and all that kind of stuff. And sin is just too negative and too, too, you know, just negative. Well, the truth of the matter is that's what's destroying 99.9% .9 of everybody's lives. There's no percentage left, folks. It is 100% sure to destroy and drag you away and make you suffer. And that's why blessed is the man who does not do these things. 
So verse 2 says, But his delight, the one who is of the Lord, the blessed man, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He meditates. You and I as Christians, we have been called away from this old life of deadful, dreadful things. We're no longer in the, in the worry, in the doubt, in the fear, but we are now living by joy through our salvation in Christ Jesus. Amen. We are now living with a peace of mind and we're living with contentment in our hearts knowing that the Lord God will never leave us nor forsake us as the scriptures tell us. And so we see here, nor, uh, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Friends, are we meditating on, on the word of God day and night? Are we finding ourselves reading the scriptures and applying them to our lives in such a way that, listen, we know we can't be altered any other way but to live and honor and glorify God in every way, form, and fashion? And the, ver the next verse there in verse 3 says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. At the appointed time, we're going to be bringing forth the fruits. We're going to be bringing forth the fruits. We've been planted by the, 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 the river of everlasting water. And everything we need, all the nutrients, all the things that are going to bring forth that, that right mind for us to go and fight the good fight in Christ, it's going to be brought right through that river, that river that's pouring through our lives. And we're that tree that's planted right by it, getting everything we need. And in just the right season, listen to me now, this is important. At just the right season, you and I are going to be where we are able to do what it is that God has called us to do. And we never know when that moment may come when someone comes along our path and we have the opportunity to witness and to tell someone about this Jesus. Folks, we can't keep this Jesus bottled up inside of us. We've got to go out and tell. We've got to go out and tell this good news of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and how he was hung on a cross and bled and died for your sins and mine. Listen to me. It goes on to say, whose leaf also shall not wither. And whatever... He does. Listen. And whatever he does. I'm going to say this one more time. Whatever he does shall prosper. There's not a doubt in my mind that everybody on the face of this planet today would love to be prosperous. Would love to be able to undergo and do whatever it is that they would like to do. But there's the problem, church. Listen to me. There's the problem. Today... So many people are out doing whatever it is that they please, whatever they feel, whatever they love and like and want to do. But let me tell you something. The day I come to know Christ Jesus as my Lord and Savior, that day I repented of my sins. And ever since, a sin that come along in my life, I want to repent of it. I don't want to be walking towards sin. I don't want to be standing around pondering sin. I don't want to be sitting right in the soul of sin. I want to be 100% rebuking it. In the name of Jesus Christ, and 100% coming to my knees and saying, Lord God, I repent of these things. Cleanse and purify me from all unrighteousness, that I may be filled back to that pure heart, that pure mind, and that pure way of life. That tree that's planted by the river that flows. Now listen to me. 
You want to be prosperous today, friend? Stop walking towards sin. Stop standing in it and stop sitting in it. Stop pondering it and stop sitting in it and, 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 and fellowshipping and socializing with it. Get away from it. In the name of Jesus Christ and begin to walk an upright life in Him. You and I today have spent way too much time pondering this and pondering that and playing around and doing this and that and the other. It's time we get ourselves locked in to the truth of Jesus Christ. I promise you, my friend, you will be absolutely grateful and amazed. The Bible says to us very clearly that in God, God is light, and in Him there is no darkness. If you and I are a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, we will not want to associate with darkness. I'm telling you right now, you might look at me and say, well, listen, I don't believe in all this. That's fine. You believe what you want, but eventually your beliefs have nothing to stand on. The beliefs of the Holy Scriptures is something worth standing on, church. Listen to me. An unbeliever is going to listen to this and say, this is absolutely absurd. But let me tell you something. What's absurd and what's extremely ignorant is to see souls walking right off into the pits of hell when there was Jesus Christ standing there saying, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rest for the soul. Are you tired of walking towards sin? Are you tired of standing and pondering it? Are you tired of getting right up in the middle of it? Today, friend, I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer. And I'm going to pray that in this time, the Lord will convict and convince your soul. And that whatever it is you're dealing with, that you're walking, if you're walking towards some sin and thinking about it, and you're standing and pondering it, and you're about to go sit right in it, listen to me. I pray He convinces you and convicts your soul in such a way that you will absolutely turn from those ways and begin to follow after Christ. Maybe you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Today's the day. The Bible tells us very clearly today is the day of salvation. The day is the day of salvation. So one more, before we, before we close out, I want to read these verses of Scripture one more time. Psalm chapter 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of the sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffer. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whether he does and whatever he does shall prosper. I'm here to tell you something, church. I'm here to tell you something, lost friend. Whoever you are, there is no life apart from Jesus Christ. You could literally sit and tell yourself many different things about whatever and, and whenever and however, but I'm here to tell you something. The Bible tells us we're to work out our faith with fear and trembling and every single way through and through. We're to work out our salvation in fear and trembling. 
every single day. It's a spiritual battle. Make no mistake of that. Satan wants to destroy us. He doesn't want us to know these things to be true. That's why the Bible tells us we should literally protect our, our, our hearts and our minds from these things. We should literally be setting our minds on things above and not on earthly things. So friends, I beg you, consider who you are in Christ. This isn't just an old-fashioned style of preaching just for this and that and the other to yell and scream and stomp, but it is the truth of what God has given us. And make no mistake, when you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there's going to be a change. He came here to die so that you and I may have life and have it more abundantly. You and I also have been born into this world first by the flesh birth, the flesh born. But the second go around is the spiritual birth, being born again. And once we've been born again through the power of the Holy Spirit sealed over our hearts, knowing that the Lord God is knocking at our heart's door through the power of His Holy Spirit, saying that we are in need of Him as our, as our Lord and Savior, at that moment... We will begin to call upon His name, turn from our ways, repent of our sins, and turn from them. You know, that's the reality of repenting, by the way. When we repent, we will, get, we will then turn away from whatever it is we've repented of, and we'll begin to live a different life from that way we once lived. When you and I accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we die to this old flesh, and we make new the life through the Holy Spirit of God. We begin a whole new life. You see, the Bible tells us very clearly over in Galatians that we have died and the life we now live, we live through Christ Jesus. That's the new life that you and I should be living. Are you tired of walking towards sin, pondering sin, sitting right in the middle of it? Of course you are. I'll answer it for you. You're miserable. You're flat and miserable if you keep living a life in that way. It has nothing to value. Come on, friend. Give your life to Christ. If you know the Lord Jesus today, I encourage you. You say, well, this isn't for me. It's a salvation. But listen, every message under the planet is a message that you and I can grow even more in together. And I would encourage you to do that. Father God, we come before you right now, Lord. I pray for the church as a whole, as we are obviously under persecution, Lord. You told us these things would come to pass. Father, I just pray right now for any of us who might be walking towards sin, standing and pondering, or right in the middle of it, sitting right in it, Father. I pray you would convict and convince our hearts that we would call upon you today and repent of these things. Father, help us to stay away from such ways of life, from the darkness of life, and stay in your light that we can go out and be your hands and feet and be your salt, Father. Lord, I pray right now for the soul that's listening and doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, I pray they come to know you, Lord, right now, that they come to know you today, convict and convince their heart that they're in need of you as Lord and Savior. Father, thank you for your son Jesus who died on the cross for our sins. And thank you, Lord, on the third day he rose again. And Father, to know that we can truly say with all of our hearts that we know as He has resurrected, so we also will do on that last day, Father. 
to be able to have that inheritance with you in the kingdom. Lord Jesus, we are so thankful and excited and grateful for what you're doing. Bless us now, Lord. We ask this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen.